0: And that transitions over to the Sandpoint boys team, who I labeled as the most confusing team that I've had to cover in this area. And I only say that because their highs are high, and their lows are low. They're a team that, on any given week, can play spoiler, and then on the flip side, on any given week, can be, you know, less than average, which... They're building a program over there. Brian Childs is doing a really good job. Biggest thing they did this year, they won a league game. Haven't done that in over five years. And then after that, or before that even, the same game, they beat Post Falls, who they haven't beat in nine years. So they are just continuously breaking these streaks, and they're doing it. with the core guys that most of them should be back next year, Ethan Butler, who's a big guy inside, is going to be a really tough player to replace next season for Sandpoint Boys, but they have some shooters, and they have some young guys that will step up and be a factor next year and contribute to the team. And it's a big thing, too, that they're winning league games, because I think that was a hurdle for them, you know, for a long time, you know, I haven't, we haven't won a league game in so long, and then they go in, they play Moscow, they play the Lakeland, teams and they play even the five A's and you know not necessarily chalking that up as an L but they know the streaks they know what they've faced and you know maybe a little bit you know with that background not having as much confidence going into those games but now they beat a post-falls team that they haven't beaten a long time with that they have a league victory and they're going to have Brian Childs back in the building for a second year which is huge I think that's a team that needs continuity especially at the coaching position And they're going to get it. They're going to get it next year with Brian Childs coming back. So it's another one of those teams that, you know, could be a really exciting group next year. But just with how Sandpoint Boys Basketball is, you know, you never know what you're going to get when they step on the floor, which makes them an exciting team to cover. So I do enjoy watching some Sandpoint Boys Basketball. Now we transition to Sandpoint Girls. Standpoint girls, they do everything right. They won the sportsmanship award down at state, deservingly so. And they win basketball games when they need to. I mean, they win the uh, 4A Inland Empire League year in and year out, eight of the last nine years. I've wrote that in several stories about this team, I think three or four times. I'm almost getting sick of saying it. But eight out of the last nine years, this team has won the district, they've gone on the state, and... You know, they usually perform well. This year, they went two and out. First game kind of was a struggle against Preston. They played Middleton. They actually had a really good comeback effort and only lost by five points. So they're showing that, you know, they deserve to be there. They deserve to be there every year. They still find ways to get there. And they got three all-league players with all three of them coming back. And that is huge. That is the biggest thing for Sandpoint Girls Basketball. And it's a big thing for really Sandpoint Athletics as a whole. When I dive into their wrestling team to end the podcast, we'll talk more about it. But they are just so young and filled with so much potential that you know they they are building some winter sports programs down there. I'm really excited to see how the spring teams are doing because it seems like from what I've read from Dylan's stuff, you know they're really they're turning a corner over there too. So Sandpoint Athletics right now is kind of in. They're they're in a they were in a rebuilding mode, but now this rebuilding stage is starting to take you know, take into shape. They're really trying to build this team and the building, you know, almost is complete. And next year with those three girls coming back, that's gonna be huge for that Sandpoint girls team. And they're all leaders too. They're leaders on the court, leading scorer, Daily Driggs, and you know, a newcomer of the year, Aliyah Strzok, who was probably the best player on the court. During the postseason For Sandpoint Girls So that's a it's a really bright future That this team has And they got a great coach too Will Love who for my money One of the better coaches in the area He has a great podcast where he talks basketball He has a great basketball mind When you pair great coaches With great players You get great outcomes And I think the future is bright For Sandpoint Girls basketball Now to end things off Let's talk about Sandpoint Wrestling. Now, as a former wrestler, it did my heart really good that this, this wrestling team broke a barrier, winning their first district title since 2008. And they're doing most of this from the youth program, middle school. You know, they're keeping kids engaged in the sports, sport of wrestling. And in those kind of sports, like wrestling, individual sports like wrestling, track, golf, you know, that's kind of the thing that you have to do is you have to start young and you have to keep them engaged. And a lot of these kids on that team started young and they stayed engaged. They took 11 kids to the state tournament. Ten of them will be back next year. One of the kids that plays, Darian Resso, he is going to be back next year. And then you got some guys that did make the state tournament who I think will be a factor for the team next year as well, like Shane Shrill. Um, They have... They have the depth, and they have the dedication, too. It seems like most kids on this wrestling team, wrestling is their main sport. That's what they do, and they're going to these camps in the summer, in the fall, and they're getting ready, and they're building a winning wrestling program, and that's awesome to see, and, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, when you have it, it's great to have, and right now they have it, and... You know, inside a league, like with Moscow and Lakeland, Lakeland's always going to have a tough wrestling team. Moscow's always kind of on that cusp. When you have a team that you know you're sold on and you have a team that you know is committed to the sport of wrestling in that tough league, in the 4A two, which I think is probably the best wrestling class in the state, you are going to have a lot of success. So Sandpoint Wrestling, another one. Just like these, this whole Sandpoint Athletics, I wrote a column about it. They're young. They've stayed intrigued, and it's a lot to do with the middle school programs, the youth programs, and things like that. Sandpoint athletics future is very, very bright. Same with Clark Fork too. Clark Fork has some, has some uh, bodies, has some coaches that can really take them to the next level. But that was going to be the recap for our local winter teams. Now we transition into the spring. I'm very excited for you guys to read the Spring Preview tab, and I'm also very excited to get to know some of these coaches, some of these players more, and I will be talking at you guys sometime next week when we give out a Spring Preview podcast along with the Spring Preview tab. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.